Hello. Ahoy. Welcome to episode three of season three of Bottom of the Stream. Here we are. Here we are again. We're flying through this season already. Still not together. Still not together. Still as uh, absent. Not in the not in presence, but in in spirit. Yeah, you know what they say about absence. Yeah, it's not true. <laughs> well, thanks, mate. Yeah, of course, How it's are true. You? How's lockdown yeah. treating you? Uh, yeah, um, good. I mean, it's not really saving me much money. Oh, really? No. I haven't spent a penny for like a week and a half. I'm, I'm going to be loaded by the end of this. Well, I say it's not not saving me money. More specifically, it's not saving my wife money. Because um, it's my birthday in like a month. Of course, yeah. I'm mine. But obviously we're sitting around. Well, I'm still, I was, I'm still working. Working at home and, and, and the odd trip out. But, um, you know, I bought a hammock. Nice. Well, she's bought me a hammock for my birthday. Um, and a coffee machine. Nice. Um, so, so you don't need yeah. to sleep in the hammock? Then what, if I get thrown out of the house? <laughs> or if you have too much coffee, I'm in. Oh, I see. Sorry, <laughs> me. <laughs> Might be quite difficult to drink hammock. Uh, drink hammock in a coffee? Drink hammock drink co- in a coffee would be <laughs> very difficult. Drink coffee in a hammock. <laughs> drink coffee from a hammock would be very difficult. Yes, that would be difficult. <laughs> I can see you just lazing around in a hammock all day. I, I wish. <laughs> I fell asleep in the garden yesterday for an hour. Okay, lovely. Yeah, that's how bored I am. I've started doing a jigsaw, that's how bored I am. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> it's Netflix, currently sitting Netflix. on your side of the desk. I've had to sit oh, on no. your side of the desk to do it, so I can keep working on this side. I've been replaced by a You've jigsaw. You've been replaced by a jigsaw of a truck. Oh, uh, yeah, you are a big fan of trucks, so that's... Uh, it was the only surprising. jigsaw I had. <laughs> <laughs> that's how bored I've got. What sort of truck? Is it like from cars? It's carrying it logs. Like a f- no, it's a log-carrying truck. It's American. It's got a big American okay. flag on it. I just had this vision of you doing like a four-piece mater <laughs> jigsaw from, <laughs> from cars. No, I can assure sit- you it's got a thousand pieces. And you're just sitting there like really <laughs> Really struggling with it. <laughs> Where does this second piece go? How rude. <laughs> That's good. It's nice to keep the mind busy. Yeah, I've been outside in the garden for the last couple of days, so that looks nicer than it's ever looked. So yeah, we're all good at the minute, I think. I'm, I'm keeping my sanity. I haven't seen anybody for three weeks. That is a bonus, that the, the weather is nice. Yeah, it um, definitely is. And I will continue to uh, do some work on the garden, definitely. Yeah, that's what it's but all about. People aren't here to hear about our gardens. No, they're really not. This is bottom of the stream. We're here to talk about films and yeah, TV. And, and we've stuff. never had more time to watch films. Exactly. <laughs> I'm Nick. I'm Adam. I'm going to do the socials. Do it. Because I completely forgot to do them last week. I don't know if anybody noticed, but we didn't put plug oh. ourselves last week. I did not until you told me. I know. I didn't notice until I started editing. It was bad times. Anyway, follow us on Twitter at BOTS underscore podcast. Uh, Instagram is the same, at BOTS underscore podcast. Uh, the website is www.bottomofthestream.com, where you will find... Every episode we've ever recorded and all three seasons stream tables. I've just updated the third one. And Patreon. Follow us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash bottom of the stream where you can donate a bit of money every month and we'll uh, do some bonus episodes. You get a newsletter. There's loads of different things that you get. You get a wildcard if you go in at a certain level. So yeah, follow us on Patreon, please. If you can't do that, then leave us a review on Podchaser or on Apple Podcasts because that also helps the algorithms it helps people see our little show in their uh, iPhones and other devices so if you've got the time five minutes go do that definitely much appreciate it's also more important at the minute because for every review that Podchaser are receiving they are donating 25 cents to Meals on Wheels there you go so that gives you even more cause to go and do it because you're giving money to charity without actually doing anything excellent yeah that's that out of the way. We got any Netflix news? I've got loads. Go for it. Um, have you seen the trailer for Extraction? Uh, I have, yes. It's I coming, saw it a couple of days ago. Coming to Netflix in the next few weeks, I think. Soon, yeah, I think it's anyway. The end of, yeah, two or three weeks, I think. Two or three weeks. It's from the Russo brothers, same guys who made the Avengers films, and stars Chris Hemsworth. So it looks looks really good. The trailer's awesome. Looks like a proper film. He's like... Um, Secret agent, isn't he? Secret agent man. Yes, he is. He's tasked with capturing and rescuing a young child by the looks of it. Sounds, it looks really good. Check out the trailer. I tweeted the trailer out a couple of days ago. So if you go through our Twitter, you'll find it. At BATS underscore podcast. Yeah, it looks good. Does, I'm looking forward to that one. 
Do you think he uses a hammer at any point? Probably. I would not be surprised in the slightest if there's some sort of hidden references in there. Gotta do it. Gotta do it. Next piece of news. Season 6 of Shit's Creek is coming to Netflix in May, which is exciting. It finished in America earlier this week. Final season, final episode was on earlier this week, I think, or last week. Um, I must admit, I have already watched it. I was, I couldn't wait, and it's brilliant. So look forward to that in May. I have a bit of a, uh, a bit of a, not an issue, but I've not quite broke through with that show. Really? Does, yeah. So uh, I absolutely not, love not it. What, yeah, and everyone says how amazing it is and how hilarious it is. So, and I will say. I've only watched like five or six episodes right uh, at the start, so right, you know, literally right from the start. But yep. it's it's not clicked. Stick um, with it, honestly, man. It's well worth it. It's okay. So good. It's so um. What's the word? Don't know. But it's amazing. I love it. I love it so okay. much. And the final season is really good. It's really. Oh, there's a word, and it's on the tip of my tongue, and it's really annoying me now. Wholesome. It's really wholesome. You really relate to the characters, and the finale was so good that you was like. Yeah, I'm really glad it's gone out the way it did. Really enjoyed it. All right, we'll, we'll try and stick with it. De- yeah, definitely stick with it. See how we go. It's really good. Um, Afterlife, season two. That's my next bit of news. Okay, cool. Did you ever watch Afterlife with Ricky Gervais? Yep, watched it all. Really good episode, a really good show. Season two's coming on April the 24th, so really soon. Good. Looking forward to that. One of my favourite things he's done, it was... Yeah, I'm not a big Gervais fan, but I did really enjoy Afterlife. I'm not either, uh, but it was... Yeah, it was a sweet show. I think we talked about season one when it was on. That's how old this podcast is now. Yeah. <laughs> and finally, have you heard of Space Force? Is that Donald Trump's uh, fourth <laughs> army type thing? He's going to go mine the moon, isn't he, Donald Trump? I read that yeah. earlier. Um, Space Force Some fucking is... stay there as well. <laughs> is by the same people who made The American Office. Oh, okay. And does star Steve Carell and Lisa Kudrow and John Malkovich. Um, not much is known about it as yet. It's set in space by the by the looks of it. They seem to be all on this luxury spaceship. So that's coming to Netflix on the 29th of May. So quite a long time to wait, but I'm sure the time will soon fly by. I'm hoping that it's got some like medical police vibes. That yeah, sort I think, of slapstick. I think that's what they're going for. That apparently they were a bit disappointed because they lost the American office in America. Yep. Um, so they were a bit disappointed because that's one of their. It was, I think it was their most watched TV show on Netflix. Okay. And so they've decided to just re-employ the cast <laughs> just make a new show as you as you do yeah. yeah so that's my netflix news excellent there's some really good really well potentially good stuff times. to look forward yeah, to there's a lot yeah. of good stuff coming it is it's exciting times have you been watching anything at the top of the stream yeah i've watched a couple of things Ooh, um you watched so uh which one should we go first let's go with uh 100 humans oh what's that so it's it's basically a more Sciency version of MythBusters. Oh right. So, so it's got definitely got elements of MythBusters. Like there's a hot redhead who presents it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not talking about the guy with the walrus moustache. Um, and there's a hundred humans, and they they carry out all these experiments. So it tends it's behavioural stuff basically. Right. So it's we're not like blowing stuff up and chemical reactions and that sort of thing. So it's it's talking about people's preconceptions of unconscious bias differences between men and women um but it's really interesting and they carry out all these little experiments with a cross-section of society so sometimes they split them into groups so depending on age like say depending on sex and some of the some of the um results are really interesting it's quite a fascinating show Uh, i think it's about seven or eight episodes uh netflix original and um I think got a couple left to watch, but it's it's good. Yeah, very good. Really interesting. Excellent. I'll check that out. That sounds really interesting. Is it like good humoured, funny? Yeah, yeah. It's, it is. It's very like lighthearted. It's, it's yeah. It's not serious. Cool. Um, it's got a bit of like brainiac about it, which was that UK show from a few years. Back oh, with Richard well. Hammond. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I'll check that out. I might even watch that this afternoon. Yeah, give it a go. See what you think. I will. Anything else? Uh, yeah, I've um, I've also. Uh, been watching the Joel McHale show. Oh right. So Joel McHale is uh, maybe best known for Community, which hit Netflix last week. Yeah, I've not started um, yet, but I'm definitely going to read. I'm going to do. I'm going to do Community. I've never really do watched it. it from the start. 
Yeah, so obviously I've spoke about that uh, multiple times yeah. as one of my favourite sitcoms. Um, but he also used to do a show uh, called The Soup, which basically was him standing in front of a green screen taking the piss out of American TV shows. So they'd show clips from the latest episode of, I don't know, Housewives of Beverly Hills or whatever, yeah. and just comment on the ridiculousness of all this sort of thing. Um, and basically they've transferred that exact show to Netflix. Oh, right, okay. Um, so he's doing this, the same show. It's just called the Joel McHale Show. He has lots of guests sort of popping in to do little sketches and stuff. So the first episode was quite good. He did a sort of tour of Netflix studios. He ended up getting lost in like the Upside Down. And, oh, really? Um, yeah, it was quite funny. So um, they're, they're sort of 20, 25 minutes. Again, just lighthearted, really fun. fun. If it's that sort of thing's up my street. So yeah. Know. Again, maybe try the first one. I'm not sure it would be so much your your humour, but but give it a go. See what you think. Okay, is it all? Is it set on like all about Netflix? All... No, so the show the shows can be from anything. Right. Okay. Like it's obviously it's based on US TV shows. Yeah. Um, but it does have like an international section. So there was like a clip from the BBC in one of the episodes we watched where mm. uh, a a news report just went totally wrong. So, <laughs> so yeah, it's quite funny. Cool. I'll check that out. And How it, about you? Um. I've watched the very first episode of the Big Show show. Oh right, okay. I will not be going back. Yeah, you're you're brave. <laughs> uh, I did see the advert for that and thought, nope, I don't think that's for me. I thought, as a wrestling fan and as a podcaster who does stuff on Netflix, I kind of had to. So I gave myself half an hour yesterday to watch the first episode. I will not be going back to it. It was atrocious. <laughs> it was so bad. So do you do you want to just explain to people who this guy is? So you may not know. You may, if you may not know, but the Big Show is obviously a wrestler. I think I would say he's retired, but he he came out of retirement this week. I think he's a big guy, seven foot something. Okay, three hundred and something pounds now. He's lost a bit of weight, and he's basically got his own sitcom, and it's one of these American studio sitcoms where they're just it's basically just based in one house. You find them on E4 a lot in this country, like Melissa and Joey and that sort of thing. So is he like dad? He's dad. And it, yeah, he's got okay. three daughters and a wife. And it's 100% garbage. It's okay. so bad. <laughs> Big garbage. It felt like it was on for about two hours and it was on for 23 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so, That's yeah, not I a recommendation. No, I, I don't know what it is. It. I will, will not be going back to it. So uh, if anybody out there has watched it and enjoyed it, let us know. And we'll ridicule you. Um, but one thing I have been watching, which is as top of the stream as you can get, is Tiger King. Yes. Tiger King's currently rated at number one on Netflix and has been there now for longer than anything else in the history of Netflix. Really? Yeah. Everyone is talking about Tiger King. Everyone is talking about Tiger King. So I don't want to spend too much time on it. But have you seen it yet? Not yet. It's uh, We've we've been quite busy. So, uh, we, you know in the evenings with various things but yeah it's it's literally the next thing we're going to go to go and watch so i'm just a bit behind it's, but yeah we'll get there it's as insane as everybody's saying it is i can't wait it is unadulterated mentalness it is brilliant and it is so great every time you think you've got to the top of the crazy mountain you, you're not even halfway there it is insane <laughs> it's pure insane it is so good really really good how long does it take you to watch it day good that's good guy i sat down to watch one episode and then got up about seven hours later having watched all of them nice i couldn't turn it off honestly i would watch it again it's that it's mental it's i can't recommend tiger king high enough honestly it is you just will not believe the stories that come out right i we might i might i might um press go on that this evening yeah we're finished here (laughs) do it yeah we're recording really early today Yes. The good, one good thing about lockdown is we've got a lot more time. It's only it's afternoon. The sun's still out. Bit of flexibility, I guess, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Um, I think that's it. Has anybody, else, have you got anything, has anybody else got anything to talk about? You're the only one here. I, d- I have. <laughs> Go on. I've, got, I've just got a bit of admin from last week. Okay. So um, we didn't quite agree, did we, on the, on the movie we talked about last week? Very much not. Arc. Yeah. So I, I just want to point out that um, obviously it was a movie chosen by one of our patrons, Ross Cook. Yes, it was. And he did leave us a comment to say that he agreed with me and there's nothing wrong with that film. What the hell are you on about, Adam? <laughs> All I'm saying is you're both wrong. No way. <laughs> no way. I, I think you were in the wrong 
mindset for it. Probably. Maybe. Watch it again and no. come back and tell us. I'm not watching it again, ever. That's not happening. I just wanted to uh, rub that in a little bit. That was all. <laughs> Are we ready to talk about this week's film then? I sure am, yeah. Okay, this week we watched a film called Bad Day for the Cut, did we not? We did. Um, it's from 2017. It's an 18, which we don't get many of. Uh, it's on for an hour and 39 minutes, and it's currently rated at 6.5 on IMDb. So it's a big, big high number. Uh, stars a guy called Nigel O'Neill as Donal, who you won't really know. I don't think he's he had a few he had a bit part in Game of Thrones and a bit part in Vikings, but he's not like hugely famous out of outside of Ireland. I don't think. Also stars a lady called Susan Lynch, who plays Frankie, and you will know her from Waking Ned, uh, From Hell, she was in. And she's also in Save Me, which has just come back for its second season, I believe, on Sky in the UK. And that's it. <laughs> really, I haven't written anybody else down. Uh, Layla Roddy's in it. He was in Michael Inside, which was the premiere episode of season two of Bottom of the Stream. He's in, he's in this very, very, very briefly. Yeah, very, very briefly. Um, it, he comes in quite... He's only really in it at the beginning, isn't he? And then he's mentioned a few times but never back in yeah. again um also stars ian mckelleny i'm gonna say that's how you pronounce his name as Eamon, who you will know from game of thrones he was in game of thrones he was barrist barrist and selmy in game of thrones and he's also yeah. in rogue one so he's probably the most famous person in it and um, was written and directed by a card called chris bohr but i didn't really get any information on him he's pretty much a newcomer and that's it for my casting have you got a one word review agricultural <laughs> Yeah, I'd go with that. Um, this is our token Irish dr- gritty Irish drama. For We seem to do one every season. Yeah, that's weird, isn't yeah. it? How <laughs> oh, that works out. <laughs> so we did The Cured in season one, we did Michael Inside in season two, and now we've got this one in season three. Um, shall we get on with talking about it, I guess? Yeah, I think that's all the... Uh... That's all the admin. Yeah, all the pertinent facts. <laughs> so, how does the film start, Nick? In hospital with a guy in a ventilator, which is apt slash <laughs> yeah. a bit sad for the current uh, climate. Yeah, not a good not a good place to be to start with these days. Um, yeah, so this is uh, Leo, who is Layla Roddy's character. He's the very first thing you see on the screen. And a lady comes into the room. Unseen, yes. Un- you don't see her, but you hear her talking. She's kind of bad-mouthing him, isn't she? And yeah. She disconnects his respirator. And she does. He starts not choking, but not being able to breathe very well. Yeah, he's clearly struggling yeah, for breath, as you would do. And then it cuts straight into the title card. And well, they have a they have a little exchange, yeah, they do have don't a bit they? Of a chat. Um, and and the guy uh, Leo basically says, you know, I'm I'm dying of cancer. This tumor's going to do the job for you. And then she sort of very ominously says, ah, I don't know about that. <laughs> and then yeah, cuts to titles. Yeah. Um, so we come straight out of the title cut. The title card's nothing to talk about. It's just the name of the film on a black background. And we see we meet Donal for the first time, and he's asleep. And suddenly he gets awoken up by his mother, who's calling for help from the bathroom, because she's fallen over. She has. Because she's an older lady, because he's in his 50s, so how old do you reckon she is? I'm glad you've pointed this out straight away. <laughs> because, so Donal is a farmer, and he lives with his mother, as you've yep. said. Ah, uh, they look the same age to me. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And, and I know he's got, like, a beard. Yeah. And, and there's a fair bit of grey in there he looked older than I believe he's supposed to be yes and the lady playing his mother who's called Florence so the, the character is Florence um, she does not look like old enough to be an infirm struggling elderly lady no she does not have you done a bit of research uh, and find out the age difference in real life I tried so the lady who plays Donal's mum is a lady called Stella McCusker Okay. Now you tweet, you text me whilst you were watching this film and said, "Look at the age difference between the two main characters or the mother." I did. And I, I really try not to. Well, we don't talk about these before we we get no. together on this. But I I had to text you and I said, "Have you watched it yet? Just keep an eye on these two characters." Yeah. Because there is no way. That, I I actually found it quite off putting because I just did not buy them. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean because he looks what mid fifties. And she's looks like she's got maybe five to ten years on him. Yeah. <laughs> now, he I couldn't find his age because there's not a lot about him on the internet. But I did find his 
profile on his um, agent's website. Yeah. And it says he can play an age range of 45 to 55. So I'm going to guess right. that he's somewhere in the middle of that. Makes sense. Yeah. The woman who plays his mum is called Stella McCusker. He's yep. 78 now. No so way. When she was filming this, she would have been 73, 74, 75. She looks incredible. It's mind-boggling, isn't it? Because if you watch this film, she looks late 50s at the most. Yeah. She's, she... I, I, I'd have said she's got five, five, maybe ten years on him. Yeah. She hasn't. She's That's... more than old enough to be his mother. Wow. But you, when you see them together in the film, you wouldn't believe it. I no. swear. I take you back when I watched it. I was like, fucking hell, what's going on here? And it is quite off-putting because they don't look, there doesn't look that much between them. No. And there really isn't. There you go. Wow. Anyway, back to uh, back to the film, I guess. So he helps her Yeah, up. she's fallen over in the bathroom and he helps her up and puts her, puts her on the toilet, doesn't he? He does. <laughs> and then they go back, then she kind of goes back to sleep in the bed, in the bed and then we get cut to the next morning and it basically it's, a bit of a montage, isn't it, of them just living their boring life on this farm? So he goes out. Sh- yeah, he he goes and does a load of man stuff. Yeah, he goes he? out so shooting and whatever. He um, fixes his car and all that sort of thing. Yeah, he shoots a rabbit and then his mum cooks it for dinner. And then this guy turns up and just gives him a camper van. Yeah, so he's, <laughs> he wants, he's buying a car off Donal, but he says, I haven't got any money. Do you want this van? Yeah. Um, you know, you can fix it up. Yeah, because so it looks like Donald uses his farm to uh, to make up to repair cars and sell them on. Yeah, he's a bit of a bit of a handyman, me- mechanic savant, isn't he? <laughs> so anyway, he gets hold of this. He's given this camper van, and um, in the next scene, he's kind of sitting around in the lounge of his mum, and she's reading out the obituaries from the newspaper. Yeah, no, you know, like old people. Do. Yeah, as they do. Or- my mate's dead. My other mate's dead. That's pretty much what she it says, does. isn't it? Because she's yeah, like, it is. Yeah. She starts getting upset that all her friends are old and dying. And he, he Donald says to her, "Look, I'll stay in if you want tonight. I don't need to go to the pub." But she tells him to go, so he goes to the pub for the for an evening's drink. So it's worth pointing out the person that she's got upset uh, overseeing their name in the obituary column is uh, Leo. Yeah, there's the guy we met at the uh, beginning. Pre credits, yeah. Um, yeah, so Donald goes to the pub and. He's just sitting there having a quiet drink, isn't he? And then some youths... He, he kind of vaguely chats the barmaid up. Yeah. And some youths start ripping him for... they. It's a small town by the looks of it, so I think everybody knows everybody. But they start ripping him for still living with his mum. Well, I thought the guy he got in this spat with looked like 40 as well. Yeah, he did. Maybe, maybe my age radar is just off. <laughs> it must be. It really must right. be. It was, it, was, it was supposed to be like a youth. Yeah, I think he was. But... <laughs> maybe the... Get look at everybody in Ireland looks older. Who knows? Anyway, the, the, a bit of a scuffle kicks off, and this guy ends up getting kicked kicked out. And that's basically it for the pub scene, isn't it? It's a bit of a it's a bit out of place, but it, I think it's just to show you that Donald's not really scared of anything. Yeah, he has no fear. It just he just will start on you if he has to. So so he he goes back to the farm, and whether it's just the way it's edited, it he basically goes straight back to the shed and. He just does this van up. Yeah, I think I think he did do it because it was overnight. Yeah, overnight. I think he did because I've written that like, goes home and starts working on his new mobile home. But he proper a teams it, <laughs> so he rips everything out. He repaints it. Yeah. He gets it going. So uh, the whole kit out he does. Yeah. And it cuts to the morning. And it's just there, done. Yeah, it's all finished. He's painted it a nice shade of red, which is a real bit of Hollywood. <laughs> maybe um, maybe some time did pass, but. Maybe. That's what I mean. Maybe it's the way it's edited. Yeah, maybe. maybe it was some time passing. <laughs> but it was literally like, it, it, the way it was edited is, is, is Mara had gone to bed. He'd gone down the pub. She wakes up in the morning. Hey, presto, here's this camper van. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much exactly what happened. Because yeah. he, he takes her out the next morning to show her, doesn't he? He kind of tells her to shut her eyes. And she couldn't care less. She's not interested. She won't go on holiday. No, she, he wants to take her to the coast for a few days. And yeah. She's not having it. She's like, no, I'm too old for that. Too old for that shit. And she's just not interested. So what she does instead is brings. she comes out to apologise later on and she brings him some beer. Yeah. And so he sits in his camper van on his own with four cans of beer and just drinks them and falls asleep. He does, yeah. <laughs> and he has a bit of a weird... So so far, so pedestrian, I think you would agree. Yeah, it, it didn't grab me from the off, I must admit. Um, 
And he has a bit of a weird dream while he's asleep, doesn't he? He does, yeah. He's walking through a forest or a wooded area, and his mum's hoovering the ground outside. Yeah, you've got to keep those uh, pine needles up <laughs> in in the forest. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird one, because that happens again later on, and it's, it's just a bit strange. But something wakes him up. It's, it's her in the dream, so she, she calls she, his cr- name. Yeah, she shouts his name, and he wakes up. And uh, just as he's getting up, uh, uh, he sees a man getting into a car. Yeah. In the farmyard and the car drives off so he runs inside to see what's going on because it's like it is like the middle of the night yeah and he finds his mum dead on the floor yeah she's had her head caved yeah she's been murdered she's been hit and hidden she's been hit with a old mantelpiece clock like carriage clock yeah and yeah she's been killed with it um he calls the police as you would do and tells them exactly what he saw he saw this older gentleman getting into a car and it drove off that's a fancy-looking boy. Fancy-looking boy, yeah, he does. <laughs> made me laugh. There are a few moments of humour in this, yeah, which did make me... Yeah, there are. Um, it's got a real charm ch- to it, hasn't it? Chuckle. It's, there's something about it that just works for me. And basically then he just can't, he just keeps leading his life for a little bit. It doesn't. Nothing really happens. He sees another car at the end of his driveway one day. That kind of drives off. Yeah, he cooks his breakfast, you know, they have the wake, don't they? Yeah. Um, which is where you meet Uncle Eamon, uh, and he's just generally Donal's moping around, isn't he, yeah. trying to come to terms with things. Yeah, and eventually he goes off to sort his mum's bedroom out, because obviously yeah. she doesn't need it anymore. So he strips off her bed, and he finds an envelope full of money under the bed, or under the mattress on the bed. It's a thick wad It's a lot of finds. money. It is a lot of money. And he also finds a photograph. Yeah, we see the relevance of that later yeah, on, but it, it, it doesn't really mean anything to us at this point. Yeah, it becomes it? more prominent later on. And whilst he's doing this, he hears a noise outside. Yeah. So he's like, oh, what's kicking off now? Something else is kicking off. So he goes out to the barn with his gun, and he meets two men out there who are masked masked men. They've got balaclavas yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. And they've got guns as well. And they try to hang him. <laughs> Yeah, so, so they, they they subdue him, yeah. um, get him to stand on a chair, and, and one of them has sort of fashioned a noose from from some rope, yeah. um, and they kick the chair away. Yeah, but the rope's too long, and he just lands on the floor. <laughs> and it's really funny. It is really funny, because it, it's a really dark 10 minutes of the film, up to that point, and yeah, it's just it's a nice bit of humour at the end of it. And it kind of sets the scene for the rest of the film from here on in. It's not, it doesn't go as dark again. I don't think. Yeah, it, uh, Maybe and, a bit um, later. So one of the guys is like, you put too much fucking slack on the rope. <laughs> is that your Irish accent? No. Because, <laughs> oh, right, I've ch- so I've changed my settings back. So after last week where I had, um, uh, I could hear myself through the mic, yeah. but there was a delay on it and it was making me sound drunk. It did, because you I did sound drunk all the way talk, through last week's episode. I couldn't talk and listen to myself on a, on a delay. Uh, so I've turned it off, but now the problem is I can hear you fine. But you can't hear yourself. But I've obviously got. Well, I, ca- I can, but I can't tell if I'm shouting or not because <laughs> I've got, I've obviously got my headphones on. I'm talking, um, so I'm not going to try and do an accent. Okay. Because I can't hear what I'm saying <laughs> oh, that well. The bloody perils <laughs> of lockdown, eh? I know. We'll have to figure out why that did that. We'll yeah. Get to the bottom of that. We'll work it out. Yeah, I'm sure we will. Anyway, so. He gets away from these two guys at this point because they're busy arguing with themselves and he manages to grab a sledgehammer. Um, I just said a minute ago, this film doesn't get that dark again. This get this next bit's pretty dark. Um, he has a scuffle with one of the guys and he manages to trap him under the bonnet of his car. He does. So like his head's in the engine well and the bonnet's come down. And he just f- beats the fuck out of the bonnet of this car with his sledgehammer. He does. It's horrible. He, he, he just sandwiches this guy... On the engine yeah. of his car. And there's lots of squelching and crunching noises. Yeah, it's... it's uh, as Donal brings a sledgehammer down repeatedly. Yeah, it's pretty grim. And uh, he lifts the bonnet up. Out. The other guy's, like, screaming and cowering in the corner because he's like, this, he is, this yeah. was not how this was supposed to go. Um, he lifts the bonnet up and this guy's had his head impaled on some part of the engine and is quite clearly now dead. So, yeah, Donal turns to the other guy and, um, and sort of removes his... Removes the guy's balaclava yep. and says, what are you doing? Why are you here? 
and the guy replies that we were sent to kill you but I don't know I don't have any any info I'm just helping that guy yeah but the second guy who's talking to now interestingly is not Irish he's very not Irish he's very much he's not Irish Eastern European we will say at this point yeah. I think yeah he's got an accent hasn't he so Donal uh, picks up the phone yeah he calls calls 999 yeah but he stops short of talking to them yes when he he's back in the living room at this point he looks down he sees uh, the blood stain on the carpet alright Michael Jackson from, <laughs> from where his mother was murdered and he decides he's not going to talk to 999 and yeah he's obviously going to try and take some action of his own yeah he's going to sort this out himself just after that the dead guy's phone starts ringing Donald grabs it and he gives it to the other guy and he says just tell them it all went well and we'll figure it out from there so he does basically this other guy is called Bartos um, who is now quite a prominent character in the rest of the film? Um, he, he tell, whoever's on the other end of the phone, he tells him it all went well, and that he'll be back later on or whatever. So then they go and bury the dead guy in the woods somewhere. Yep. So and I think it's no, it's later on. Um, and then he he packs up a bag and he leaves. He gets in his camper van. Donald does. Uh, he's got the he's got Bartas tied up in the back, and they just drive off together, don't they? Yeah. So they know where this rendezvous is, because yeah. uh, because Bartas has spoken to whoever he he spoke to on the phone, yeah. uh, and and that's where they're headed. Yeah. yeah. So they they go on a bit of a road trip. Uh, in the next scene, he's stopped at the side of a road in a layby, and he's just yeah he's done a he's done a pack up <laughs> yeah. hasn't he? He's just having a sandwich. So he's, he's made some sandwiches for the trip. Yeah. Um, and he, and he sort of says to Bartas, you know, um, what what's going on? Bartas says, look, I I, I genuinely don't know anything. Um, there's a guy called Gavigan who's who's the boss. Yep. I was only there last night because they're making me. They've got my sister, so they're making me help yeah. out. Basically, basically, his his sister's being forced into the sex trade. Yeah. Um. And he he's he's doing it to try and get her or to try and rescue her. So he's kind of been roped into working for these gangsters. And he says to Donal, "You don't want to mess with these guys." Yeah. Um. So Donal, you know, fair fuck swim. He <laughs> sort of says to Bartos, "Well." How about you switch sides then and you help me out instead? Yeah. Fair play. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. He says, you help me, I'll help you. I'll get your sister back and you can help me get to the bottom of who's trying to kill me. We've gone into like, it's quite obvious this movie is now going into the Irish version of Man on Fire. (laughs) Yeah, very much so. That's a great film. Yeah, it is. (laughs) It is a really good film. So they go to this like, was it a bar it's like a rundown yeah, old it's, it's, bar, wasn't it? Yeah, so a disused pub or bar. Yeah, it's being it? used as a brothel by the looks of it, or at least the offices of a brothel. Yeah, and they sitting, they're kind of sitting outside waiting to for the right time to go in. And Bartos sees a, a young lady go inside with a couple of guys, and he thinks that's his sister. He's like, "Oh, I think my sister's just gone in there." So they decide that's the time that they need to go in now. So Bartos heads to the front door. As Donald go heads around the back, and Bartos kind of meets up with this guy who's what was his name? Gavigan. Uh, Gaviston. Gavigan. Gavigan. <laughs> Gavigan. Gavigan. Is that an Irish name? I've never heard that name before. No, me neither. It sounds like something from Game of Thrones. Yeah. He he seems to be like main main bad guy at this point, but we find out later on that he's mainly just a henchman again. He's not. He's yeah. He's, he's like middle, middle management, yeah, isn't he? Management. He's running. He's running this. Uh, this offshoot of the business. Yeah. And Gavigan, I can't say that without smiling. Sorry, if anybody's <laughs> called Gavigan, I apologise. It just makes me laugh. I don't know why. But he starts questioning Bartos about what's happened and where the other guy is. I didn't catch the other guy's name, the one who got killed. Basically, Bartos feigns ignorance. He says, oh, well, is he not here yet? I'm sure he'll be here soon. He's got the evidence that Donal's dead. Yeah. And Gav- is it- Gavigan is not having that. He doesn't believe him. So he brings out this girl who Bartos thought was his sister but it turns out wasn't and he starts strangling her he does yeah so he, he puts a he's got a hammer yeah and he, he sort of threads it through the collar of the, the dress yeah that the girl's wearing and he, he just starts twisting it so she's she's slowly getting choked, choked. it's pretty nasty yeah, it's pretty dark when you think about it this film yeah because I said I said earlier it doesn't get as dark again but that's twice now it's got pretty dark yeah and that makes Bartos kind of tell the truth and he admits that this guy is dead and that well kind of tells the truth well, yeah he doesn't he, tell the whole truth but he says 
He says, I think it's Damien. Da- he says, Dam- the farmer killed Damien, and then I killed the farmer. Yeah. Uh, and then Gav- Gavigan kills the girl anyway. Yes, he does. Because he says, well, if she tried to run, this was going to happen anyway. So Yeah. He's a real shit. Yes, he's not a nice guy. Is this the point then where Donal comes in with his shotgun? Yeah, so this that sort of in- interrogation is intercut with Donal sneaking his way. Through the back. Through the back of the pub. Yeah. Um, and he manages to lock one of the other henchmen in a room. Yes. Um, so now they've got the numbers advantage. Yeah. So it is because he's locked this henchman in the room. You've got uh, Donal comes through into the the main room of this pub, and it's him and Bartos yeah. confronting Gavigan. Gavigan. And they manage. To, they decide they're going to take him, don't they? So they yeah. take him at gunpoint back to their camper van and kind of drive away. Uh, that's where. Um, because Donald apologises to Bartas about his sister, but Donald says that wasn't my sister. Or Bartas says that wasn't my sister. We were all right. So they drive out into the middle of some wooded area again. But when they get there, Gavagan's still unconscious. Because they want to question him. They want to get yeah. to the bottom of it. But he's still unconscious. So they make some dinner. He makes, he makes like a pot of beans. Yeah. In a saucepan. And just as they're serving it up, he Gavagan wakes up. He does, yeah. And they start questioning him, and he's not giving anything up to start with. He um, he's being quite defensive. He calls Donald's mum a C U N T at one point. I think language <laughs> is definitely the primary reason why yeah, this there's, there's uh, a lot of, movie uh, was rated. There's, an there's a lot of there's a lot of C bombs dropping. Donald takes massive exception to that. Does not like that at all. So he grabs this boiling hot saucepan of beans and just holds it against Gavigan's head. He does. Yeah. <laughs> you can hear it sizzle. Yeah, and so and he's screaming, and eventually he gives up the name of his boss. Who, well, he says the name. You you need to look for Trevor Valentine or Valentine. Yeah, Valentine. Uh, Valentine. Yeah, he gives up the name Trevor Valentine and the boss. He says you need to find those two. And uh, he's um, Donald says uh, this Trevor is he a kind of fancy looking boy? (laughs) (laughs) Which again made me chuckle. And Gavigan's like, yeah, sounds yeah, that's definitely him. Oh, this is where we meet We meet Trevor. Yeah, so point. we cut to a posh house. Yeah. And Trevor kind of walks in. And there's a lady there as well, who we later find out is called Frankie. And she is the boss. She is the boss, yeah. So you don't know that at this point, because it feels like Trevor should be the boss. But it turns out it's Frankie. Um, and nothing really happens in that scene, does it? It's just... No. It's just an intro to those two characters. She's kind of She's getting basically, ready to go yeah. out. And he's come to pick her up, is basically what's happened. And we kind of head back to the camper van, and Donald's still trying to piece together why they wanted his mum dead. He, yeah, Gavagan's he's pleading innocence still at this point. So he says, "I've got." He's got no idea why the other, why uh, Frankie and Trevor went to kill um, Donald's mother. Because yeah. the two, the boss and Trevor, went to do that. We need to know why that happened. Yeah, personally, they went and yeah. did it. Uh, at this point. Donald decides he needs a wee, so he heads outside into the woods and leaves Bartels in charge, which turns out to be a mistake because Gavagan manages to get away. Silly Bartos, <laughs> yeah. Um, and he's kind of legging it through the woods with his arms tied behind his back. Yeah. Uh, but Donald manages to get hold of him, doesn't he? he chases after him. Not quite. Him. Yeah, well, not quite. He doesn't, doesn't get hold of him away. quite yet. So uh, Gavagan manages to like free himself from the cable tie that he's got around his wrist. Yeah. And he, he rings... Trevor. Yeah. Um, unfortunately for Gavigan, uh, Frankie is also in the car when Trevor answers. Yes. And, uh, and this really made me laugh as well. Gavigan goes, the, the farmer is a, he's a fucking psycho. He burnt me with a pot of beans. <laughs> that made me laugh. It was quite funny. She kicks off a little bit, doesn't she? Because she presumes it's all gone well and it obviously hasn't. So Gavigan manages to, he gets hold of Bartos, doesn't he? And they have a bit of a scuffle. Yeah. And he says he's going to chop his sister's hands and feet off. Which which doesn't go down very well. Um, no. And Donald manages to distract him. And somehow, I can't remember what he did. But just as he did, Bartos stabs him. Yes, yeah, so he, he stabs him yeah, dead. He's uh, not in a good way after that. He gets one more line out where he tells Bartos the name that his sister's been using. Because obviously yeah. she's not using a real name. So, and that's what Bartos wanted all along. He wanted to know the name of what she's been using. What's a hua name? A hua name is, yeah. So she's using the name Alicia. Uh, and then he dies. And that's the end of Gavigan. Gaviston. Gav- Gav- Gavigan is Gavigan. <laughs> oh, we're going to offend some Irish people. I apologise. We're not meaning to. 
we've been locked away for a few weeks we're getting loopy so frankie and trevor we go back to them now and we they head back to the brothel yeah they're talking to the guy who uh donal locked in the cupboard <laughs> yeah this guy's jerome his name was and they, they also want to know which girl is uh bartos's sister yeah. but he doesn't know and, uh, so they all, no he doesn't no one knows they're all the same they all look the same um i've no idea which one it is so but um frankie says to him look you need to find out you and trevor go yeah. off find go out which one's the find sister. out yeah and uh we'll go from there cut back to daniel and bartos who are burying gavagan in the woods there's a nice line there. They stand over the grave and Donal says, that's the third person I've buried this week. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was quite funny. There's some good lines in yeah, it. Yeah, there some are. Good, some really nice dialogue. Good, well-placed as well. There's So just when it needs lightening up a bit, the, there are some well-placed one-liners or jokes in this yeah, movie. Yeah, there really are. Frankie is now on her own because obviously Trevor's run off with Jerome. So she calls Gavigan's phone. Yeah. Then she manages to speak to Donal. Well, he answers, because obviously Gavigan's dead. Um, and they're, they're kind of chatting away, and she says that your mum had a target on her back for years. And Donal ends the conversation by saying, now the target's on your back now. Yeah, it was a good exchange. Yeah, it was. Because it was... we still don't know, even at this point, why this has happened. We've got no idea so don't... why his mum's been Donal's murdered. Exactly. Donal's mother is obviously not all that she seems, but we have no idea what, what the gangsters are after stuff she's been into. Yeah. So, and this is Donald's whole mission now is to find out why this happened. So he decides he's going to go and visit his uncle. Yeah. Who is called Eamon and he's the guy from Game of Thrones. And he shows him the photo that he found under the bed. He does, yeah. And it's a picture of his mum and a man and a couple of kids. And yep. it turns out the daughter's. So Donald's one of the kids. Yeah. So he's with. He's. he's it's what would you say six seven yeah, something like really that young. and it turns out the daughter of the girl in the picture is frankie yeah so we're getting a bit more meat on the bones now and uh, we still don't know the full story and kind of that's where they kind of leave it don't they Eamon gives him a flyer for a camp a caravan site randomly and he kind of heads back out into the car yeah and he meets up with Bartos. Bartos obviously waiting outside in the car and he t- he, Bartos says to Donal, you need to call and book an appointment with Alicia. Like, hire her as a poker. And he does. It doesn't go well the first time, because it turns out he's ringing a Chinese restaurant, which is weird. But I've never booked a hooker over the phone, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't know if that's what, that's what <laughs> normally goes on. <laughs> um, but eventually he ends up booking this appointment for six o'clock, and they give him an address to head to. So we know yep. he's got to go somewhere else now. He goes back into his uncle's to borrow a suit. And we cut to Frankie, who gets a call from Trevor and it turns out they found out which one the sister is yeah so they're all all these parties are now heading to the same place to find this girl yeah and he heads up Donald heads up to this like was it a hotel or a flat it, it's an apartment block yeah, it isn't it like and, a hotel. And, and they're essentially using a flat in there as a like you say as a brothel. Yeah. and as soon as they and he meets up with um Alicia who is Bartos' sister, and they get left yeah. in a room together, obviously. Yeah, there's there's, there's like a thug on the yeah, door, a, obviously, take, taking the cash and... Uh, um, yeah, he kind of sits out prote- in the lounge. Protecting the, the women, I yeah, guess. the pimp. He kind of sits yeah. out in the lounge and just waits for it all to be over. So, Donal and... It turns out this girl's real name is Kaya, and he puts Bartos on the phone to her. Yeah, because she doesn't believe no. that Donal's there to rescue yeah. her. So... They have a bit of a chat on the phone, and so suddenly she now trusts Donal, as she would do. And so they come up with this plan to try and escape. So she screams for help from inside the bedroom, and the penchman slash pimp comes into the bedroom, and yeah. Donal whacks him on the back of the head with an iron. He does. <laughs> he irons the goon. Yeah. Kind of knocks him unconscious. He doesn't kill him, but he, try- he kind of knocks him unconscious, doesn't he? He, he does. Kaya, he... Donal asks her about Frankie because Bartos has told him that he know she knows Frankie personally. Yeah, and the, her address. And her address, but turns out Kaya doesn't know. She's never even heard of Frankie. So he tries to get the info from the pimp guy instead. Yeah, he goes back, doesn't it? Because you hear him groan, so Donal sort of turns around and goes back yeah. in. He plugs the eye in, yeah. and he irons the guy's bollocks. <laughs> he, <does. laughs> he really does to try and get him to talk. Sure. And, uh, I mean, I, I'd be talking. Yeah, definitely. I'd have been talking before 
And then Jerome shows up, who is the guy that got locked in the room earlier on. And they have a bit of a fight as well. But it's all, they have this, they have this fight and it's all done to like panpipe lift music. <laughs> yeah, it really is. It's weird, isn't it? Which was, again, quite amusing. Yeah. And Jerome manages to get the upper hand on Donald. He's kind of pinned him down and he's punching him and punching him and punching him in the face. He's big guy. He's, yeah, he's, he's far physi- physically, he's got the, he's got the jump on, on yeah. Donald. And he's a lot younger as well. Yeah. And just as he's about to beat the crap out of Donal, his head explodes because Kaya shoots him in the back of the head. Brain everywhere. Yeah. So both uh, both henchmen are now down. He got the information that he needed and he heads off out into the camper van with Kaya and Bartez and they have a bit of a reunion and they drive off. Yeah. Just as Trevor and Frankie show up. Yeah. <laughs> so they kind of I was, just I was actually... Them, I was actually really invested at this yeah, point I was because well I was like, oh, I was like, oh, are they going to come around the corner just as they, you know, I was like, T- stop hugging your sister, get in the van and get out of there. Exactly the same. You know, yeah. The other guys, the bad guys are on their yeah. way. But they did. They didn't, they didn't, um, they didn't meet, they didn't pass no, each they other. they just they missed each other. So Trevor and Frankie show up and they head up into the flat to find out this carnage that's happened. And Frankie goes absolutely batshit crazy. So they find that Jerome's dead, yeah. and uh, but they find that the other goon who's had his nads ironed <laughs> is still alive. Yeah, but not for long. No, because um, ex- excuse my language. Always. And if there's any kids, just move them out of the room. <laughs> but Frankie cunts the guard to death. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way I can she describe does. She it. She gets the iron, and she just batters him with it she, and every time she hits him she drops the C-bomb yeah. there's got to be six yeah, or seven probably. C-bombs yeah do I have to bleep that out I bleeped that out the other week when I said it it's up to you oh. <laughs> I'll find out okay <laughs> you I, I have said it once before and it, we didn't bleep it but uh, maybe I think should, I bleeped yeah. it when I said it because I said it quite aggressively <laughs> you can say it aggressively and you can say it non-aggressively so I might leave it in okay. we'll see yeah, people who are listening will already know because it will already have happened <laughs> that's true <laughs> cut to then back to the guys in the camper van and Donald's asleep again and he's having this dream again yeah about his mum hoovering up outside in the forest this this is just a bit of a re um, a reconvene it's a bit of a slow bit this isn't it you know that he's a, he has this dream again. Uh, Kaya gets to just do a bit of talking about how difficult it's been for her being a oh, sex yeah, slave. Yeah. You know, yeah, because she, she tells the story of how she got there, didn't she? Donal got the address from the goon yeah. uh, of Trevor's business, so yes. they go and stake him out, basically, don't they? Yeah. And Donal wants to go straight away, and Bartos is for once the voice of reason, saying, you know, oh, we need to rest up, we need to rest up a bit, yeah. but that doesn't happen. They all pile back in the van. And they go and uh, wait for Trevor to turn up outside his business, which is an ice cream shop. Yeah, randomly. Yeah. Yeah, and so he, he leaves and they kind of follow him, don't they? They do. And he leads them to Frankie. Yeah, Frankie's house. Frankie's house. Um, and they're, they're, Donald's all up for let's go and get them both now. But just, Yeah, he literally wants to go and execute them yeah. there and then. But just as he's about to get out of... Because Bartos is like, no, let's leave it. We'll come back later on. Um but just as he's about to get out of the camper van, this Frankie's little girl comes out. Yeah. And that kind of changes his mind. He's like, okay, well, I'm still going to kill her. But we'll, I'm going to we'll, wait till the kids are asleep. Well, yeah, I'll wait. that's what he says. I'll come, we'll come back when the kids are asleep. So they head back to their caravan park. Because they've been staying at this caravan park that Eamon gave the leaflet for earlier. Yeah, I've been laying low. Yeah. And, but on, um, on, on the way back. Hiding in plain sight, he calls it, isn't he? Yeah. But on the way back, uh, Bartos sort of questions Florence is past so yeah. this is Donald's mum he's sort of quite it's the question that we're all thinking as a viewer isn't it yeah of course it is so he, he's acting as the viewer in this in this um, at this point Bartos says well if these people did that to your mother what happened in the past yeah there must maybe, be a reason maybe she's not all that you think she is mate yeah which he <laughs> uh, didn't he didn't really like that did he no not at all and Kaya sort of She's also now losing her bottle a bit, but for a different reason, because she sort of says, I, you know, I don't, now that I know Frankie's got a young daughter, I'm not comfortable with being a part of this either. Yeah. 
so Donal kind of kicks him out. Yeah, he pulls the, pulls the camper van over, doesn't he? And he says, look, take, this is my money. Take all my money. He gives them all his money. Yeah. Uh, get a flight. Go home. And he leaves them on the side of the road in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And that's kind of the end of them for now. Yeah. Uh, so then we cut back to Frankie and Trevor, who are, Trevor's gone around to Frankie's house again. They have a bit of a disagreement, don't they? The cracks are starting to show between their relationship. He, she's basically um, having to go at Trevor for not, how has this, this small job of taking care of this farmer and his mother turned out to be something that is now threatening to bring us down? Yeah, because you've, you've, um, we've lost three henchmen or three goons. Yeah. And how has this got so out of control? How have we lost control of it so much? And eventually she, she fires him, doesn't she? Because yeah. he says he's like the advisor. That's what yeah, he, he, says, he says something like, you don't pay me to kill people, you pay me to give you advice or yeah. something like that. And, and she just says, not anymore, I don't. Yeah, she says, hook. he does say that. And she says, don't use the word kill in front of my daughter. Because her daughter's sitting there yeah. in the room with her. And that's why she fires him. She's like, you just use the word kill in front of my daughter. Let's go our separate ways, basically. Yeah. Donald decides, for some reason now, he goes back to his uncle's house. When he gets there... The house is completely covered in blood. There is a lot of blood. It's all up the walls, all up the stairs. So he's he's got his gun and he kind of stalks through the house trying to figure out what's going on. And he finds Eamon upstairs in his bedroom covered in blood. And clearly not in a good way. Basically Eamon says to him, look, you've got to stop this. This is getting out of control. It, I had He had a good line. I liked the scene and then there was something, there was something I really didn't like. So okay. the dialogue I thought was really good. Uh, between them unbelievable and Eamon's got this really good line he says leave Frankie Pierce alone call it a draw yeah I've written that down call it a draw I thought that was nice and then he sort of the bit I didn't like so much was then he just becomes Captain Exposition yeah he does so he says um, he says to Jonal your mother gave Joe up who is Frankie's dad who she was she was helping out she gave him up to, to Leo yeah Um. And Leo had Joe murdered. So your mother is responsible for Frankie's dad getting killed, basically. Yeah, basically. So uh, and and he just after he gives this convenient information, he dies. Yeah. That's the bit I didn't like. <laughs> <laughs> so he hang, hung on just so he could inform us of this plot development, and then that was it. Yeah, which we'd kind of figured out anyway. We kind yeah. of knew that she was having an affair with this Joe Pierce guy. Um, I didn't really understand who Leo was. I presume he was just like the head gangster at the time i think so yeah and she gave him up to him and yeah. he ended up getting killed frankie's now on this like revenge mission and that's what this whole film is basically is frankie's frankie's revenge mission and then frankie shows up at the house yeah with another goon with another goon yeah <laughs> who is like a carbon copy of the one who had his <laughs> he was. bollocks ironed in the <laughs> flat it really was so she sends him in first and she's like just kill him i don't want any like dramatics or because she says, "I know you like all this dramatic gangster death stuff." Yeah, it's, just she's kill like, him. Don't just go yeah, in there. No, don't worry about. There. Yeah, don't worry about pulling his fingernails off or yeah. whatever it is you do. Just, just he's, not, he's a middle-aged guy. Just go in, kill him, blow his brains out, come, out. come back out. <laughs> yeah, simple. Just, um, he goes in. He doesn't come back out, so she goes in to find well, him. A gun, there's a gunshot, isn't yeah. there? And she finds her goon dead on the floor. Yeah. So Donald's managed to take another one out. Then he gets her. He's Donald's got hold of her then at gunpoint. And he kind of t- he says, come on, we're going for a drive. Takes her out to the van. Back in the van. Out. Everyone's been in this van at this point. <laughs> I think they have, yeah. But this time he makes her drive. He's like, you drive. I'm going to point this gun at you. And then it just cuts to Trevor in his ice cream <laughs> shop eating an ice cream. The and biggest that, that ice really cream. made me laugh as well. <laughs> it's the biggest ice cream I've ever seen. He's just devouring it. And he literally just goes... <sighs> yeah, because I, I think it's, he felt like really he was out of it at that point, and it was yeah. like, right, I'm done. I can just sit here and eat my ice cream now. Yeah, sorrow ice cream. Yeah, cut to Kea and Bartos again, and they're in a hotel room right by the airport. You know, it's by an airport because it cuts to the <laughs> sign saying hotel, yeah. and then on the soundtrack you just hear, you hear like an aeroplane noise as an aeroplane goes past. I've, I was saying to my mum the other day, the weirdest thing about being outside at the minute is there's no aeroplanes. Yeah, and it, you just you look up in the sky. True. There's no like tracks or not tracks. Like, what do they call them? Trails. Trails. It's really weird. And so to hear that aeroplane noise was a bit strange. And Bartas wakes up and Kaya's kind of still asleep, and he he's going to leave, isn't he? He's, 
Yeah. You can tell that he's going back to help out Donal because he feels guilty about leaving him. Uh, she wakes up and she tries to talk him out of it, but eventually he goes anyway. She doesn't really. Does she not? No. He. She says, where are you going? And he, he says something like, to help or... What, yeah. I can't remember what he says. And she does, she's not against it. She pretty much just goes rolls over and goes back to sleep. <laughs> yeah, true. That's true. Okay. And then Trevor gets a phone call. We're back with Trevor. And it's basically all it says is the farmer has Frankie. So yeah, so it's the goon from yeah. who we thought would had just been killed, but it turns out he's not being killed. Yeah. Um, it, back in Eamon's house. And yeah, he, he just says to Trevor, the farmer's got Frankie. Um, so Trev throws his ice cream on the floor. <laughs> yeah, he does. And he makes tracks. He knows he's back in. So he heads over to Eamon's house as well. And so does Bartels, because he's been there before. Yeah. I didn't understand. Maybe I missed something. Why Bartos went back there now? I think it was probably the best place to start to try and track him down. Fine, fine. I think that's all I can understand. So Trevor and Bartos meet up and they have a bit of a chat. Trevor's and kind the of, go- the goon has now got Bartos at gunpoint. Yeah. And Trevor basically wants to know where he would have taken Frankie. And Bartos, I really like this line that Bartos says because he says, if he's got her, it's over. Yeah. And I really like that. <laughs> Give me a bit of a chill. I thought that was quite good. Cut to Donal, who's on a beach now. And he's digging a hole. Another hole. I think this is yeah. the fourth hole that he's dug in this film. He, li- he likes a dig, doesn't he? <laughs> um, Frankie's tied up to the table in the camper van still. And he shows her the picture, doesn't he, of them all together as children. Yeah. And this is where we cut then to Frankie saying she was there when his mum died. Yeah, we get a flashback, don't we? Yeah. So we get a flashback to the night of um, Florence's death. Yeah. So this is Frankie in the living room talking to Florence. Yeah. So this would have been while Donal was passed out in the uh, camper van. Yeah, Trevor's there <laughs> as well. After his cans. Trevor's there as well and kind of just stalking around in the background. And Florence says... Frank, obviously Frankie thinks, thinks that Florence had his, her dad killed. But she says she loved him more than she loved her son. Yeah, brutal. Yeah. She, he says he left her. He was going to leave her. He said he, Joe loved her just as much, but he told her that he was leaving her because he's already got a family. Yeah. So Florence says that she shot him. Yeah. And framed Leo for his murder. So obviously Frankie doesn't, doesn't appreciate this very much at all. That was, yeah. So that was news to her. So she didn't know that. The story is that um, Florence shops Joe. Uh, shopped Joe to I've forgotten his name Leo Leo and Leo had him killed yeah uh, but no Florence Florence killed killed Joe herself yeah and twist and remember Frankie's already killed Leo who was, yeah. which was the very first scene in the film so Frankie doesn't like this at all so she grabs the clock off the mantelpiece and batters Florence's head in with it yeah and kills her so we've got a whole sort of it's a mess, horrible it? murdery murdery circle going on now. <laughs> yeah, of mothers killing fathers, daughters killing mothers. Yeah, yeah, it's not good. No, not good at all. Frankie and Donor are having a bit of a conversation after that, and Frankie says she she was five years old when Florence killed her dad, and now you're going to do the same to me because she's he's got a sitting in, uh, just above the grave, hasn't he? That he's dug. Yeah, at gunpoint. This was a good line as well. So I I didn't trust her for a second. No. But Frankie says, your mum killed my dad. Yeah. Now you're going to do the same to me. Yeah. You're going to leave my girl without a mother. Yeah. It's really dark. I, I, yeah. Till, we, till we've been talking about this, I didn't realise how dark it was. Because like you said earlier, there is that those points of humour that kind of break it up a little bit. But it is really dark. Yeah. Um, Donald at that point decides, okay, I'm not going to kill her. I'm going to walk away from this. I'm just going to leave her here. And Frankie kind of stalks up behind him and hits him with a spade. She's. She, he says to her... Um, I feel sorry for your daughter because she's got you for a mother. Yeah. But then he sort of lowers the shotgun and he says, that's the end of it. Yeah, we're, we're done. done. We're done, you know. I didn't think it was. No. And it wasn't. It never Carry was. on. So Frankie kind of, he gets, she gets hold of the spade and she legs it after Donald, doesn't she? And she whacks him with it and knocks him down. So, and then she legs it because she wants, she's trying to get back to the camper van so she can escape. And Donald chases her down whilst loading his shotgun. And they both get to the opposite door at the same time. So he gets to one door, she gets to the other. And he points the shotgun through the door at her. 
And she laughs at him. She's like, that's not even loaded. And then he shoots her. And it definitely was loaded. Yeah. <laughs> so Frank Donald's now killed Frankie. He then gets a call from Trevor on Bartaz's phone. Yeah. So he answers it. And he's trying to say to Bartaz, look, get out of there. This is not a good situation. Trevor realizes at that point that Frankie's dead. And he gives the Trevor gives the phone to Bartas then, and they have a bit of a chat. And suddenly, Donald just Donald's like, "Why the fuck have you come back? Yeah, why, why did you come back in the first place?" And then suddenly, he hears a gunshot on the other end of the phone. And Trevor comes back on the phone, and he says, "If you want me, I'm at your uncle's." Yeah. And Donald just dials nine 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 again, and you hear the person answer. And then the film ends. Yeah. So again, you're you're left at that. With Donald at that crossroads, so yeah. is he gonna talk to the police and and bring him in and end it, or is he gonna hang up and uh, carry on this? Does he go back to Amos rampage? And take out Trevor. Yeah, yeah. So I really enjoyed that ending. I thought it was really good because they could have kept it going, but there was no need. It was nice to keep it open for your own interpretation of what he would have done. Yeah, I. I mean, I'm not sure. If I needed the whole Bartos coming back and that extra bit on the end, yeah, I've, yeah, you're I, probably I, right. I'm not sure. I can go either way on it. To it be could honest. have gone without I, it. I suppose you could have just left it makes, as a retired. It makes for a nice ending. Yeah, and like you say, to to be able to make your own conclusions and and with this guy at a crossroads, I like that. But as a whole piece, I don't know if I needed Bartos coming back, getting involved and. So I can go both ways on it. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not quite sure yet if I was wholly on board with the ending. I think at the same time, it would have been a bit out of place for the film to give Bartos and Kara a happy ending. Yeah. The, 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 nobody should have got a happy ending in this film. and Nobody did get one in the end. I, I think that's probably the point, isn't it? it? That's why that stylistic choice was made. It's yeah. because, you know, as far as we know, Bartos and Kaya are the innocent people in this. Yeah. But you it wouldn't have been fair really to have Donal have taken out Frankie but for him to then not have more punishment I don't know if it's the right thing to say but but he's done a lot of wrong things through this as well and so is his family so I can see why they went the way they went yeah definitely I really enjoyed it I thought the ending was really good I think it fit the tone of the film perfectly it was just the way it should have ended did you like this film overall then? Yeah, I loved it. I thought it was really good. Really enjoyed it. From start to finish, I was it got me straight away. I was engrossed. I think this is the best Irish film we've seen. Yeah, I'd agree. <laughs> of our, like we said of earlier, our, we've seen three. Of our yeah. Irish trilogy, this is the best one. Yeah, it's definitely better than The Cured. That's yeah, no, con- not, no contest. Not, no contest whatsoever. And it is better than Michael Inside. Michael Inside's a really good film. Yeah. Very similar sort of style as well. But uh, yeah, you're right, this one's better. This is a really, really good little film. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, me too. Um, the performance is really good. Um, like I say, it's funny. Unsurpri- it's surprisingly funny. Yeah. But they're well-placed lines to give a bit of brevity to the what is really a dark revenge film. Yeah, it's really um, dark. <laughs> once part. I put aside the age difference or lack of between Donal <laughs> and his mother, same, like I say, I was I was pretty gripped through this. Uh, particularly, like I said, the sequence in the apartments um, when you thought their paths were going to cross. I thought that was really well done. Yeah. Uh, it was believable. It was, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, me too. I think I really, really enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. Can't really say a lot more about it. We've covered it in depth and it's well worth watching. Go out there and watch it. If you've not definitely, seen it. definitely, I would recommend it. You know, it's a good action film. It's it's gory, it's sweary, it's funny. Uh, it's not for the kids. No, definitely it, not. It's um, it's a good movie. Yeah, agreed. Couldn't agree more. Really enjoyed it. Do you have a, a trivia question for it? Yeah, I do. Um, so when what's the score? Sorry, just remind one nil to you. Oh, good. As good, you well good. know. Just checking. Um, so my trivia question is: When Bartos and Donal go to Lilo in the caravan on a Lilo, yeah. in the in their um, in their camper van, what's the name of the caravan park? That's my question. Is it? Well, there you, at least you'll get it right. Uh, it's the Golden Mile. Correct. Now you've left me without a question. That sucks to be you. 
Um, you'll have to bear with me a second. That's fine. This the boots on the other foot for once. Usually <laughs> that happens to me. I've got a point though. That's a bonus. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, I'm going to do this one from memory. So the un- the un- I don't think you'll know the answer, but I don't know if I do either. So it could be quite <laughs> fun. Um, fine. When they go be like that. When they when they go to the apartments, there's a number just on the wall outside to signify what number apartment it is. Okay. What is the number of the apartment that they are in? One second. I'm definitely not flipping back <laughs> through my notes. Um, I oh no bollocks. Have you not written it down? I, no, I've got the name of the build. I know the, what the apartments <laughs> are called. I haven't got the number of the the room. It's the continent continental apartments. That's not the question. <laughs> uh, number nine. So no, the answer is two forty three, not nine. Sorry. So after ah. three episodes, that makes it one all. Win some, you lose some. So I've drawn with you. We're level. Oh, exciting. <laughs> it definitely wasn't one all after three episodes last year. So, no, I think uh, last it was season, probably still so. nil-nil. So we must be getting more observant between the two of us. Um, Shall we talk about the stream table? Yeah. I think this is pretty obvious where this one's going for me. Yeah, it's... Um, it's the best film we've seen yeah, out of the is. three. There's, I can't even debate that with you. It definitely is the best film we've seen out of the three of them. Number one? Number one, just above Ark. No, Ark went in at number two <laughs> last week. I did it. Yes, because I, <laughs> I edit the website and I put the stream table together. No, I did. So, yeah, number one. Bad day for the Good. cut. Hopefully it'll, uh, hopefully it'll get beaten, to be fair, because we're only three episodes in. So, But I, I think it'll yeah, be there it's for a, a it's, the, it's the best thing we've seen. I, I'd be... I'd be disappointed if this is the best thing we see yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, this season. Um, it's it wouldn't be in the top if I compare it to um, the top end of season two. I'm not sure it's making the top six to seven. No, you're probably um, right. Struggle to make the top ten, I think. But so far, out of the three films we've seen, it's the best one. Yeah, and, and, and I it did really enjoy good, it, and I really enjoyed yeah. it, and I don't want to be down on it in any way. I'd much recommend it to everybody. While you're sitting there in your uh, isolation period, go out and watch it. Yeah, what have you got to lose? Check it out. It's only an hour and a half of your life. Got loads of yeah. them. Got loads of hours, hours and a half spare. Shall we pick next week's film? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. I will. I've updated it a little bit. I've uh, I've added some more films to the list. Good. It's about time. I um I know we've been meaning to do the admin on it for a while because yeah. I've I added quite a few over the last. Two or three weeks, I think. Yep, and I've updated it. So there's currently 78 films on the list. Wow. So we've got a long way to go. That's three seasons full. More than three seasons full. Are you ready? Go for it. It's picked a film called First Match. Okay. Any ideas? No. Bear with, let me find it. It says, First Match is a Netflix original from 2018. Uh, Hardened by years in foster care, a teenage girl from Brooklyn's Brownsville neighbourhood decides that joining the boys' wrestling team is the only way back to her estranged father. Okay. Sounds interesting. Yeah. Do you want to go with that? Uh, I can't think of a reason <laughs> why not to. Well, it's come least... out of the randomizer now. You've got no choice. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah, go out and watch First Match, and we'll be back next week to talk about it. Cheers. Thanks. Bye. <laughs>